Move, move, move away from me, baby. No, don't move away from me or my podcast. Be here. Be present. Be mentally uh, invested in the next half hour or more because uh, we have lots to talk about, lots to deal with here on the Harland Highway podcast. I am he, Harland Williams, host of said podcast. And uh, what a show. What a show. What a show. What a show. Um, I'm going to be dissecting a modern-day menu. I'm sick of going to restaurants, and they've got all these uh, kind of selective groups of people that they pander to on the menus, and it's becoming more and more intrusive. It's becoming more and more prevalent where you can't just get a good old-fashioned menu with the goods. It's got to appease every person in the world with every uh, physical ailment in the world, and it's turning me off of eating. I'm going to dissect an actual menu. I'm going to be talking about the Olympics and the color of people's skin. Why is it an issue when uh, certain people make achievements in life? Um, We're going to the Olympics with Charles Parsley, an incredible uh, event today. And uh, lastly, um, this isn't isn't fun, but Cinnamon Boy's dropping by. Oh, God, right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you are doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Oh, I'm starting the show off with a, with a beef. With a, with a angry... Or bitter beef. No, it's not angry, bitter beef. I'm just a little pissed. And and see if you agree with me on this. This, this is just... I found myself very annoyed. Okay? Um, I'm watching the Olympics, you know, a few weeks ago. And as you know, this little uh, African-American girl, Gabby, uh, wins the gold medal for the U.S. of A., and I'm watching the whole thing. I watched them. I watched her win with her team. That was her first gold medal. This is the the little girl with the big, beautiful smile. Uh, incredible athlete, joy to watch. So she wins that. She wins the gold with all her teammates, and then she goes on to win the individual gold in the uh, in the Olympics uh, in in the, in the women's like single deal. I don't. I don't know. I don't, obviously, I don't know the Olympic jargon here. The uh, woman's uh, single dealio. Imagine that's how they announce. Coming up next, the women's single uh, dealio. Um, so anyway, she won the, the as the. Oh, forget it. You know what she. Won. <laughs> I can't believe I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know the Olympics. I'm not Charles Parsley. Um, so anyways, um, so she wins, she's up on the podium, she's smiling, she, they're doing the national anthem and it's, it's, it's a proud moment. It's great. You're practically crying for this kid. 
and she's part of this team, and then the inevitable happens. Bob Costas comes on, and he makes the announcement, and of course he goes into, and she's the first African-American to ever win a gold medal all by herself up there in the women's gymnastics. Yeah, that's right. Did you hear me? The first African-American. When are we going to get over that crap? Can we just all be Americans? You know what? Unless the black folks, unless African-Americans want that, if they if they need to have a pin put in it, okay, then let them do it. Celebrate uh, celebrate that. But But can the rest of us just be American? Can we all just be one group of people? Did you need have to point out the, the 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 race? It's just like, come on, man. It totally just took me out of that joyful moment that that this guy, this white guy on TV had to make this separation for everybody. Gee, thanks. Thanks for singling her out. Thanks for reminding me that she's African-American and and maybe I'm not. We don't need that anymore. Can't we just be one big group of people? I don't know. It just seems divisive. It it seems like it's... I find it degrading. I find it like it's this constant reminder. It's like an insult. It's like, oh, look, the African-Americans did something that they've never done before. Oh, look. Hey, everybody. Uh, You know, they've never done this, but now they have. Uh, They're the first. You know, we used to uh, keep them as slaves. We kept them down. But now look what we've done for them. We've given given them the opportunity to be a gold-winning gymnast, a gold medal winner. I don't know. It just drives me nuts, man. I'm watching this team of athletes. I see I see a black girl. I see a white girl. I think there was a girl. I can't tell, but it looked like she might have been a little bit Latino or a little bit Asian. And it, it was just this mix of, of cultures and, and races and, and just a wonderful blend of of girls doing their thing as a team, as a unit, as one. And and to pull the old, uh, well, she's the first African-American. I just hate it, man. Enough. I, I think that's the stuff that keeps perpetuating divisiveness uh, in this country. It's It always feels like a subtle reminder of the bad things that happened. Or it's a guilt thing. It's like, oh, hey, there they are. They did it. Or it it just perpetuates uh, keeping a divide between white and black and Latino and Asian. Do we always have to be reminded that we're different? Can't you just let it ride, man? Can't you just uh, let people be people? So I don't know. It just bothered me, man. Friggin' bothered me. Just stop it with all the African-American accolades. Unless they want it, like I said, then let them do it. Good for them. Proud. 
Same as like any other community, Korean or uh, Russian, or if you're proud of someone uh, from your culture, then put them up on the podium and celebrate them. But we don't need newscasters and politicians and socialites, you know, pointing out the differences. It's just slowing everything down, if you ask me. So there you go. Look how angry and upset I am. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It just stepped on my, rained on my parade a little bit. But congratulations to Gabby, a fine American, okay? A wonderful American. A wonderful human being. A gifted human being. Part of the human race, okay? There. In fact, you know what? Since we're talking about the Olympics so much and this, you know what? To clear my mind, let's just go straight to the Olympics. We have our uh, correspondent live, Charles Parsley, in London, England. He's been covering some fabulous events. Uh, Let's just go there, folks. Right now, let's take it over to London, England. Come on in. Charles Parsley. Thank you very much, Harlan Williams. This is Charles Parsley at the London Olympic Games. What a wonderful games we're having. Record-setting gold medals. It's just been unbelievable. Crowds have been at full capacity, and we make no exception here today in the track and field stadium as we all gather for one of the most anticipated events of these games, the child-bearing competition. Today we have four finalists fighting their way to the gold medal, hoping to stand on the podium, cradling a new infant child in their arms. First we have our Dutch competitor, Olga Svensson, with her round belly protruding from her pelvis. It's obvious she's about to give birth. From New Zealand, Aussie Parker, a returning champion from four years ago, where she placed third and won the bronze. From Japan, Maki Nugasaki is here. And lastly, from the United States of America, Linda Gladstone from Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. And she has really swollen up. Quite, quite the belly hanging on her. And you can hear the crowd getting rambunctious. I'm sure there's a few happy husbands up in the crowd awaiting the birth of their new child here on the public stage in front of the television cameras. The birth being broadcast all over the globe tonight here at the Olympic Games. And what a round of applause. Some people up on their feet as the pregnant women, the pregnant athletes step forward, get into position. Now they're starting to peel off their their tracksuits, they're taking their their uniforms off, and look at those protruding bellies. It looks like they've been up all night drinking kegs of beer. Unbelievable. And it looks like Aussie Parker from New Zealand will be the first one to lay down on the ground. And there she goes. She's getting into position. The line judge has stepped up. He's got his starter pistol in the air. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. And they're off. They're off. There she goes. 
There she goes, Aussie Parker. Her water just broke. Her water just broke, and it got all over the line judge's shoes. He's doing a back step through the grass. His shoes covered in embryonic fluid. And look at Aussie Parker convulsing. She's convulsing and pushing. She's pushing. She's pushing. She's trying to pop her baby out. Let's see how she does. She's pushing her face wrinkled up like a brune. Sweat pouring down from her brow. And it looks like we see a head. The judges are indicating they see a head. Here comes the push. Here comes the push. And there it goes. The baby is airborne. Flying through the air. It's still arcing. And it's coming down. Oh, and it lands 71 feet. 71 feet as the field judges run over and pick the baby up and wrap it in a swaddling cloth. 71 feet is the mark to beat here as... As it looks like Japan's Maki Nugasaki is laying down. Maki Nugasaki pulls down her pants. She's laying on. It looks like she's thrusting her pelvis into the air. Her back arching her shoulders. The only thing touching the ground next to her feet. And they're really giving her a round of applause. She's dilating. She is dilating, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like the eye of a cyclops just opened up. What a huge dilation. The crowd has never seen such a big opening it's almost as if you're waiting for the Batmobile to drive out of that opening and here comes the push her water is broken and the baby shot out without a hesitation the baby shot out it's flying through the air it looks like it's gonna pass the 71 feet but wait a minute they forgot to cut the umbilical cord the umbilical cord is still at it oh and the baby snapped back the baby has snapped back Maki Nugasaki's baby has snapped back at least 25 feet. It was going to surpass tw- the 71-foot mark. But her team was unable to snip the umbilical cord fast enough. And they lost over 25 feet. Her baby has landed at the 35-foot line. What a disappointment. And that's surely going to rule her out of medal contention. But let's not waste another moment. As Linda Gladstone, Linda Gladstone from the United States of America, her first Olympics, and she looks more swollen than all the other, all the other Olympians here today. She lays down on the ground, and she goes into her convulsions. She goes into her convulsions. It looks like she's taking her time, whereas the other ones went really very fast. She seems to be taking her time. She's actually asked for a cheeseburger. The American has asked for a cheeseburger and curly fries. And it look, she's lighting up a cigarette. The American is lighting up a cigarette as she starts to dilate. Her water breaks. And it looks like here it comes. There's one head. But wait, there's another head. There's two heads. And she's popping out. She's got quintuplets. The baby's flying through the air. They're flying out of a vagina like machine gun fire. All the judges are ducking. The baby's flying through the air. One, two, three, four. One of them's gone into the stands. And three of them have passed the 90-foot line. It looks like the American is in prime position for a record here. Four babies at once. And that leaves us with just one Olympian. One Olympian, the Dutch. It's the Dutch team, Olga Svensson. Olga Svensson, she looks a little, tre- a little bit trepidatious. 
She knows she's up against a mountain. She must climb a mountain to beat the Americans 95 feet with quintuplets. And the judges are retrieving the baby from the crowd. It looks like some Americans have wrapped it in an American flag and they've given it a soft drink. They're feeding the newborn infant a ice-cold Coke through a drinking straw. And they've just shoved a hot dog in its mouth, preparing it for life in the United States. Unbelievable. But let's get back down to the field. Olga Svensson has pulled down her pants and it looks like she has a mole on her buttock. A big black mole. The crowd is cringing. It could be cancerous, but who's to know? She lays down and she spreads her legs very widely, ladies and gentlemen. Very widely. It's the biggest spread eagle we've seen here this morning. But wait, oh my goodness, there's a bit of a ruckus on the field. A squirrel, a squirrel has run onto the field. A squirrel is darting all about. The line judges are chasing the squirrel. Oh my God, the squirrel is... No, wait, it's run. Oh my God, it's just run inside Olga Svensson's glory hole. A little fuzzy squirrel has taken refuge inside her wide open gape. Good Lord in heaven. And here comes the baby. Here comes the baby. Olga Svensson is pumping it. She pushes out the baby. Little bald baby flying through the air. But wait, what's that? There's a squirrel riding on its back. It looks like a scene from the never-ending story. A little fuzzy squirrel on the back of the fetus. It looks like a scene where we've seen squirrels water skiing on America's Funniest Home Videos. And that squirrel is whipping the baby like a racehorse. It's whipping the baby with a twig. It's slapping the baby's newborn buttock. It's going to land very close to the American at 95 feet. And that extra push, 102 feet. The Dutch have won the gold medal. The squirrel has run off. Olga Svensson jumping up and down in celebration. Placenta dripping from her insides. It's messy, but it's glorious. The Dutch have won it. The childbearing competition. Gold medal to the Dutch. Silver to the United States of America. Japan disqualified with an umbilical cord foul. And Aussie Parker from New Zealand repeats for her second Olympics for the bronze. I'm Charles Parsley here at the London Games. Back to you, Holland Williams at the Holland Highway. No way. Roger, you got to be kidding me. What the hell is going on over there in London? A squirrel ran up her glory hole? Got to be kidding me. Like the, 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 the baby's riding, a squirrel's riding a baby through the air, whipping it with a twig? Oh, for God's sakes. Can it get any more twisted and demented? Can life get any more uh, bizarre? Well, you know what? It can. You know, you asked the wrong guy that question. Um, And here's how it can get bizarre and twisted, okay? I I don't like the way this is going, but I'm going to share it with you. Okay? We uh, We all go out to eat, right? We all go to the old restauranto. And uh, 
I think we're getting, as a society, a little too um, politically correct. I think we're trying to please everyone a little too much. I think we're uh, really overdoing it. Okay? So I went to a fancy restaurant the other day, and this place was good, man. This, this was a high-end restaurant. Expensive, tasty, you know, waiters that it wasn't just like the Olive Garden, like this was their career, these waiters, like they made good money. It wasn't cheap. The food was delicious. Um, but let me tell you about the menu, which probably almost makes me never want to go back to this place. And I'm sorry if, if this menu, um, you know, pertains to you, but to me it's just annoying. So here's the menu. It's a lunch and dinner menu, and here's the categories. They have a menu for Dash Heart Healthy, okay? So they've got a heart-healthy menu, which I'm like, okay, sometimes they put the little diagram of a heart beside the food. Non-offensive, easy enough. And then I go down, and now there's another menu that says with a heading diabetic. So now there's a diabetic menu. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but maybe I'm getting a little annoyed. And then I keep going down, and there's another category where it says vegan. Vegan menu. And I'm like, for God's sakes, man. But it didn't stop there. I keep going. There's a heading for raw. R-A-W. Raw. People, you know, there's this big thing now where people just eat raw food. Like they stop uh, in a field and eat a goat. And now I'm getting like, this is just pretentious. This is like, good Lord. Should we should we make a menu for people that have pimples? Should we have a menu for oh excuse me waiter my daughter got a paper cut can we see the paper cut menu please? Uh yeah man my herpes swelled up today can can I get the uh, special herpes menu? I don't want to flame up my you know I don't want my my meals to be too spicy I don't want my herpes to flare up before dessert you know. Good Lord. So I'm not finished. I keep going through this menu. I get to a new heading, macrobiotic. I don't even know what that means. Are there robots eating at this restaurant? I will have the macrobiotic egg salad sandwich, please. And also bring me some macrobiotic mineral water from the center of Mars. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, it didn't end there. Now I go down to a new category, the gluten-free category. Gluten-free. Sounds like a Dutch guy. Yeah, my name is gluten. My name is gluten-free. I would like to gluten-free a menu, please. And then I finally went down to the last category. Guess what it was? It's one I actually knew. Beverages. It was beverages, people. Okay? But even on that, it got a little pretentious. The first item was wellness tea selection. So they got these tea. Not just tea. You just can't sip a tea anymore. Excuse me, darling. Cup of tea. No. Here's their flavors of tea. Energy. Tranquility. Digestive. 
equilibrium and high antioxidant. What the hell? Yes, I'm、uh, feeling unsteady on my feet. I've fallen down twenty-three times today, and my energy is low. Do you happen to have any of that delicious equilibrium and high antioxidant tea? And while you're at it, I think I'll go into a coma. Give me some tranquility tea while you're at it. And then I went down. They had a fruit booster. Not just a fruit booster, which isn't pretentious enough. Yes, I'll have the fruit booster. Those people over there can drink the sodas. I'm gonna have the fruit booster. And again, here's the flavors: raspberries, okay, peaches, fine, yogurt, pushing it a little, flax. Excuse me, who who drinks flax? Oh my God, Barbara! That's a gorgeous, gorgeous handbag you've got. What is that? Flax? Yes, it is. Can I put that in the blender and drink it? Fuck off. Ah,、uh, what else do they have? F V A honey. I have no idea what that is. And then the last drink they had, it just says elixir. F V A honey, ginger puree. Lemon and hot water. Oh, gee, they put lemon and hot water on there. That must have been a typo. How dare they put something so basic, so normal? Excuse me, waiter. Yes. Ah,、uh, there's lemon and hot water on this menu. Oh my God! Let me get that off of there for you, sir. That was supposed to be、um, bear juice and、uh, cobra venom. Well, that's more like it. Thank you. Appalling. Sorry, sir. Let me stab myself on the forehead with a stingray. Thank you. Good Lord. Honestly, people. I mean, Denny's and and Coco's and Sizzler, Ponderosa. All, all these regular places are just going to go tits up. Because you know, eventually, once this creepy stuff starts. There's gonna be protein. We want flax. Denny's don't serve flax. We want flax, or we won't come backs, or something. So they always gotta rhyme their protests, right? We want microbiotics. We want microbiotics. We're not idiotics. We want microbiotics. Denny's doesn't do diabetic. That's kind of pathetic. We Denny's do diabetic. We want some vegan. We want some vegan, just like Ronald Reagan. I don't know. I mean, please, for those of you that have these, whatever you need this type of food for, could you just stay at home? Could you stay at home and just stop eating? Period. <laughs> just stop. Leave us alone. It's like honestly, I go out for a nice dinner and I feel like I'm in the hospital ward, going through like the ailments. Yes,、uh, you have heart problems. You're a diabetic.、Uh, you're a vegan. You're、uh, you're gluten free. You're macrobiotic. You're、uh, raw, and you're、uh, got some Indian curry rice water, Rhino Horn. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, I know some of you are going to be mad, and I get it. We all have health problems, and if I had some kind of ailment, I'd probably want this. But 
I think if you're in that boat, you kind of know where to go. You know what to order. You know what you can eat and what you can eat. If you've got a food allergy, you got to figure it out. Do the rest of us have to deal with all this? The 99.9% that just want to go out for a cheeseburger and some fries? Do we have to have a doctor sitting with us? Oh my god, I'm exhausted after that rant. I wonder if I have microbiotics. Oh my god, I think I, have my, I can feel some microbiotics coming on. Oh my god, I'm so scared. So very scared. Oh, wait a minute, there's someone at my door. Roger, who the hell's coming into the studio? Hi, I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Oh god, Roger, what is he doing here? I heard you were doing some talking about foods. Yeah, so? Well, there's one food that's very healthy for you. What's that, kid? Cinnamon! Because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Knock it off! Don't tell me to knock it off, you wispy willow in the winds. What the hell is a wispy willow in the winds? I'm in here trying to tell you how you can eat properly and get all the vitamins and niacins and calciums and riboflavins you need. What are you talking about? Suddenly you're a health food expert? I surely, surely am. Oh, get out of here, kid. Eat lots of cinnamon and you'll be just fine. Because I'm Cinnamon Boy and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! The hell's the matter with you? Nothing's the matter with me. I'm as healthy as a cello. As a cello? That's right, it's a musical instrument. It's not I'm as healthy as a cello, kid. It's a, I'm as fit as a fiddle. Wow, what planet are you from? That's the saying, I'm as fit as a fiddle. That makes no sense at all. Maybe you need more cinnamon in your diet. I know I eat a lot of it because I'm Cinnamon Boy and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Your blood pressure seems very high, sir. Don't call me sir. Well, what should I call you, madam? Don't call me madam. Well, you said to not call you sir. All right, call me sir. And you can call me sir as well. I'm not calling you sir. Then how about Sir Cinnamon? I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I've just been knighted. I'm Sir Cinnamon! You're not Sir Cinnamon. You can't knight yourself. Well, how about I turn the lights out in here and say goodnight to your fat, ugly, pimple-infested face? Because I'm Sir Cinnamon! You're not Sir... Get out of here! Get out! I'm not done yet telling people about the health benefits of eating lots of cinnamon. No, you're done. Get the hell out of here. No one orders a knight around. You're not a knight. Wow, who stuck a cinnamon stick up your ass, crab apple? Get out! I'm Cinnamon Boy and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Idiot! Roger, do not let that idiot in here. You want me to call security? Yes. I don't want him back. I'd rather eat a dead goat than eat cinnamon. That's no way to talk to royalty. I'm Sir Cinnamon, and I'm Sir Cinnamon Boy. Get out. God. Idiot. 
Just when I think we're never going to hear from that moron again. You know, he hasn't been around for a while. I'm thinking, good, he stopped coming into the studio. There he is. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for letting him in. God. I'm just going to end the show right here. I'm going to go out and eat some gluten-free styrofoam or something. Try and erase that this moment from my mind. Uh, boy, oh boy. Um, well, hey, that's the end of our show. My apologies that we had to end it with Sir Cinnamon. His His Majesty Sir... <coughs> oh, God. Cinnamon dust in here. <coughs> God. Kid's clothes are... He smells like cinnamon. <sighs> Anyways, uh, that's it. Hey, thank you for um, watching Robot and Monster. Uh, it's the new Nickelodeon show I'm involved in. I do the uh, cartoon voice of Monster. Apparently, uh, it's been a big hit so far in the ratings, and uh, tons of people are watching it. So thank uh, all you pavement pounders for that tuned in. Thank you. And if you haven't uh, caught it yet, it's a uh, it's a really fun uh, cartoon on Nickelodeon. It's brand new. It's called Robot and Monster, and uh, I do the voice of Monster. A lot of fun. Uh, don't forget to uh, check me out at harlowilliams.com. Check my stand-up schedule. Uh, visit the store. And if you want to call me and leave a message, 323-739-4330, you might get on the air. You might not. Depends how much I like your message. No pressure. Uh, or you can write me at harlowilliams.com if you have any comments or you want to see Cinnamon Boy killed. Um, please let us know. So uh, that's it. Our thanks to Charles Parsley over at the uh, Summer Olympics. And uh, no thanks to Sir uh, Cinnamon. Cinnamon Boy. Uh, but thanks to you for being here. Tell your friends about the Harland Highway and uh, keep coming back. Love having you. I've got some uh, some cool announcements coming up regarding the Harland Highway. There's going to be a bit of a change coming. Uh, I won't tip my hat too much just yet, but some good things. It's all good. And uh, we'll keep you updated as we head into the fall and all kinds of groovy stuff. So there you go. Uh, until next time, my friends, you know the drill, chicken, chow, main baby, with a little bit of cinnamon!